Greg Bedard with the Boston Sports Journal here with us this afternoon. Greg, what's going on? Great to have you here. Hey, Jade. Long time no talk. Good to, good to speak with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so let, let's just kind of dive in. Uh, there's so many different things around this Patriots team that that are worth touching upon, Greg. And let's you know, let's sort of stop with the the stop in town this week, and that would be DeAndre Hopkins. You know, in Tennessee today, set, scheduled to visit with New England. How do you kind of look at the idea of him being a good fit for the Patriots and the Patriots being a good fit for him? Well, uh, you know, I think DeAndre is certainly a good fit for the Patriots because um, he's been in this offense before with uh, Bill O'Brien. He had his best years, three all-pro years, um, you know, with the Houston Texans. Certainly there was a fallout at the end, from, but from what I understand, um, you know, I, there's not much of an issue between them. That was mostly uh, upper management and ownership that had to do with that. And, look, the bottom line is Hopkins was very productive with Billy O'Brien in this offense. So I think the fit is there, I think. And also, from a Patriots perspective, look, they need they need to put up points. They need weapons. They just, you know, it's very limited what they have. I mean, it's, it's fine. And, you know, you could see them being somewhat productive. But, you know, rolling out, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, and, you know, we'll see with Juju Smith-Schuster. I think he's coming off some sort of, um, surgery in the off season. We haven't seen him on the field uh, yet as as a new member of the Patriots. Tyquan Thornton <clears throat> was you know probably overdrafted as a second round pick last year. Um, they have a couple of good tight ends in Hunter Henry and Mike Kosicki, but certainly not upper level. This this offense lacks upper level talent. Certainly some a go to guy that you could see Mac Jones really building a connection. So I, I see the fit there. Now from DeAndre's side. He, most guys in his his scenario, you know, 31 hasn't won anything, has probably banked enough. Most of those guys would, you know, look for the best case to win a Super Bowl, which would be, you know, a Buffalo or Kansas City or Dallas or what have you. But DeAndre is a, a different cat. You know, he, he likes his things. He likes his money. And and so if the Patriots come out on top with the best offer at the, at the end of the day – I think they have a, a good a chance as any, and I think he he would be very impactful here. Now, would he s- swing the prospects of this team in a very tough division? You know, I I doubt it, but it it certainly wouldn't hurt. Hmm. I don't know how you feel about Greg, uh, the Patriots, and how they spend money, but it doesn't sound like they're going to like you know get into any sort of auction. <laughs> for, for me, for, Greg, for, uh, you've yeah, been out no. of practice, out at many camps. Well, I'm sure with pen to pad. Uh, one thing that stood out to you positively, one thing that stood out to you negatively about camp so far? Uh, well, uh, positively, I would say, you know, from, a, from an overall standpoint, I would say, you know, the, the wrinkles that Bill O'Brien is bringing the, from the college game to this Patriots offense, to me, um, they're exciting. It's going to be more of a modern attack. They are putting a premium on, um, you know, spacing and speed and things like that. Um, so I think that's that's a welcome change and will help them get a few more easy yards instead of it, you know, being a a death rattle pretty much for them to get uh, to get a first down. Um, I would also say Marte Mapu, one of their draft picks on defense, um, has shown very early that he's ahead of where more, most rookies are, and he's a he's coming from Sacramento State, a small school, but. He's an exciting athlete, the type of guy that they don't, they haven't really had that they've lacked in this defense. So I'm excited about that. 
the the probably the negative thing that that I'm looking at, you know, their their offensive tackles like they're I don't know what they're doing there. I didn't know what they were mm. doing there this offseason. Trent mm. Brown hasn't been there at all so far. We we have mandatory minicamp starting on Monday, so we'll be able to see him hopefully there. Uh, you never know what you're going to get out of him. His, their other tackles are Calvin Anderson, um, you know, sort of a swing guy uh, from the Broncos. Riley Reef, who, you know, is a journeyman, definitely at the end of his career, if he does have another year left in that career. And then City So, uh, one of their rookie draft picks who's converting from guard. So you just wonder, and it's hard to tell in shorts and T-shirts right now, mm-hmm. but you, know, you hmm. just wonder – what are they doing at tackle, and can that hold uh, in this division and against this schedule? Mm. Those those are questions you want answers to, right. especially you know mm-hmm. coming off of last year with with a still young quarterback who's trying to regain his own confidence and feel good about everything out there. So mm-hmm. th- those are some answers that they're going to certainly be addressing. Uh, Greg Bedard with the Boston Sports Journal, always a pleasure. Uh, good to catch up. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, good to talk to you guys. Thanks so much. All right.